Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Total 90 Premier League Podcast. This is your favorite time of the week. This is my favorite time of the week. And I am Nick Brown, Frowny Brown from Frowny Brown Town. Tony Pulis is the latest manager sacked in what's becoming a weekly edition of Another One Bites the Dust. A North London disaster as Arsenal turns the city red just for the time being, of course. As new manager saying West Ham as Moyes opens up his account with a loss as well as Facebook's find its Champions League, the World Cup, and we take a look at week 13 of the Premier League season. Oh, and I am, I'm never alone. Unfortunately, I wish I was alone today. I am joined by probably a very chirpy Liverpool supporter for more than one reason. Um, You know, I've been I've been giving you a bit of shit ever since. You know, Liverpool uh, got destroyed by Spurs, and and here we are today. I feel like I'm going to get a bit of uh, just desserts. Well, well, well. (laughs) (laughs) What do we have here, Nick Brown? Let me tell you, I'm feeling on top of the world. Great week for so many reasons, um, not to mention, like, even if we lost, I'd be so happy right now. Well, yeah, like, you know, Liverpool win, Spurs lose, and you also win the tipping, which now you, it's 8-3, Mickey, so you're starting to make a comeback after... Don't call it a comeback, I, I think it was 7-0 at one stage, that's how good you were going. Yeah, well, I was tr- I'm starting to form a form now, you know, and luckily enough, the Premier League has 38 rounds, so... That is true. There is so much to play for in that in that regard. But, Mickey, there is uh, there is so much to talk about right it now. Is, there um, is. You know, I said I said at the start of the video, we've, we've got a weekly segment, Mickey. It's really, really great. It's, you know, again... Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the, the dust. Tony Police is gone, as I'm pretty sure I literally said last week. When I, you asked me, you literally asked me, who do you think this next? Yeah, one you to did. Go? You did pick this one. Um, I don't. And know. you were a bit surprised at the start. I was. I I just didn't see. I wasn't really. I guess uh, out of all the teams, they weren't the one that was standing out to me. But I guess that kind of sums West Brom up as a club because they never stand out. Yeah, any way possible. exactly right. And um, I, I, the thing that did stand out for me was about West West Brom. Where they were a team that like. They were boring in the way they played, but they got results. And at the moment, they're not getting results anymore. And um, it hasn't just started. Like It's been happening for a while. If you look over the, the course of the season, um, they're a mere one point away from, uh, you know, the relegation three, the bottom three. Um, and, you know, the 4 nil th- thumping of Thumping. Chelsea um, really summed it up for them. And... Um, yeah, Tony Police is on his way out. Yeah, uh, we will, like, of course, a bit later on, we will be making our, like, I guess, predictions. Mickey, you're going to see if you can go uh, two from two here, picking uh, who's the next one to go and yep. his replacement, and we're going to kind of talk a bit more in depth about that. Well, I feel like I've got so many options at the moment, you know? Like... Yeah, we got you do, definitely. You can come from a different, few different angles. I think we need to start with the, with the top story. It usually is whenever this fixture's on, unfortunately. Uh, it's the North London disaster. Uh, it's a North London screw job, whatever you want to call it. I, I've never, I've never felt more betrayed by an official in my life. I, about every official on the field, uh, but that's all. Of course, that's a bit of a joke. Uh, you know, yeah, they, you Arsenal, were the, Arsenal were the better team here, weren't they? Yeah, they were. And you know, this could have, like, as I said to you before the show, I felt that this was like the fixture. And I know Spurs had it up on Arsenal lately, but I feel like this was going to be the fixture that really settled the debate almost for you know the full swing. You know. Um, Arsenal's reign over Spurs was officially over, I think, at this game. Um, you know, you guys have been coming. You've even got the results a few times with, you know, the last season or two, or, you know, you've been, you know, either competitive or, you know, beating uh, Arsenal. Yep. Um, I felt this was going to be the game where you just put them to the sword. Arsenal at their weakest, Spurs at their strongest, 
and really just assert that they're the t- they're the main team in London now. Oh, besides, you know, with Chelsea as well, but North London, North, North London. London, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and really just go, you know, this is Spurs territory now. But um, the two 0 loss is I don't know what it speaks. You know, it it, it throws the spanner back in the work uh, in the works, doesn't it? Uh, so there's a few things uh, just on what you just said. Um, you're saying you know Spurs have had the upper hand. We've won once in the last three years, like, you know, in terms of the Spurs dominant period, I put yeah. that in, I put that in quotation marks, big time. It's been a bunch of draws and we won once at White Hart Lane last year. Like that's all we've done. Like, yeah. you know, and this is the first uh, Arsenal win in probably about three or four years as well, but it's just been constant draws. So like this dominant period hasn't been as dominant as dominant what people, people think, would yeah. say. Um, and this is why I thought that we, like, you know, you say you went out on the weekend and beat, beat Arsenal three nil, you know, Arsenal's reign of terror as such for now would be over. I think the Spurs would be, you know, the kings at North London. And um, this result is its just like, I think it's confused a lot of people because, you know, you look at any, any you know, um, any person in their right mind before this fixture would have thought, you know, this is, yeah, this is Spurs for the taking and, and almost felt a little bit scared for Arsenal about how badly this could have turned out for them. But, you know, to their credit, they've... They've pulled away a good 2-0 result. Yeah, first goal was pretty pretty lucky with the free. Uh, Sanchez's tackle was class. I think he the fact that that free kick was given. and But Mustafi's header was good. You know, that was a great header. Loris wasn't getting to that. And um, Sanchez showed a bit today, like this week. I don't, which, which, I don't, which Sanchez, sorry? Alexis? Alexis Sanchez. Well, yep. both the Sanchez's showed a bit. Yeah. Um, one scored, the Arsenal one. And, you know, it leads me to, to see, like, Maybe there is a little bit of passion still left in Sanchez. Is he shopping? You know, is he is he going putting himself out? Hey, there? Man City, remember me, kind of thing. Because, um, you know, week ball every week that goes by, I can't help but feel that City have uh, shut the door on Sanchez, and they don't really need him, and they realise that. Like, do they need another fifty million pound attacker? No. Ah, uh, no, they don't. But he wouldn't be worth that much. There's no nowhere near it. Well, oh, yeah, well, he wouldn't be yeah five mil maybe at what at his contract kind of end and you know everything about that. Yeah, that that is true. Um, but at the same time, I I, I don't think the city would even have that much interest in him anymore. Like they don't need him. They, it'd be it'd seriously just be a matter of if they if he went to city, it'd be a matter of um taking him because they can and making yeah. their, their opponents weaker. They don't really need to make any of the opponents weaker. But they're, they're cruising. That's what the, uh, I guess that's what the ruthless managers do, but they, they will, they will do what they have to do to make Europe. And that's the perfect, um, that's the perfect kind of transfer. You know, like even when Matic when, uh, went to Man United, you know, yep. it, took, it took a strength away from Chelsea and it gave an improved uh, Man United, which is what you want. In terms of the game, uh, this there are a few talking points here, and this isn't as a as trying to uh, remove myself from being just a, a one-eyed Spurs supporter, which I'm pretty good at for the most part. I was yeah, during this game, good. I um I was standing next to a uh, to my right was a one-eyed Arsenal supporter, and to my left was a one-eyed Spurs supporter. So I had the best of both worlds, Mickey. I was at Crown Casino, and uh, I, I tell you what, trying to um trying to tell that guy, the Arsenal supporter, who uh, I later found out had a granite jacket shirt on, oh. uh, which, which, just summed, which just summed up everything I thought about yep. him, and he was trying to tell me how that uh, that Daviton Sanchez tackle was a foul, and I was uh, that... how close to you, how close were you to losing it because. 
Oh, we've both watched it again just to get you know to make sure that mm. it was as outrageous as we thought. Well, and it even was. live, even live, it, it was so it was Soft. such it was just a even Sanchez, Soft. even Alexis Sanchez got up as if like okay, I've just been beaten. Like you know, and like yeah. I think the ref kind of went for a shirt pull on the replay. There's no shirt pull at all. It yeah. was just it was just uh, standard contact. Uh, it was a really annoying. That was a really frustrating decision. Does it excuse Spurs for you know going to sleep for the free kick? No, of course not. There are arguments. I know there's a lot of Spurs pages out there going both. Goals were offside. I'd like to get your opinion on this, just because um, I know Sanchez went offside. He was uh, the ball before Sanchez oh, was offside. Yeah. Uh, the, I would like to get your opinion on this because we have, um, I guess, we have a little bit different opinions on the offside rule. I like to give the, uh, I guess, the uh, the benefit of the doubt to the attacker if it's like an arm or a forehead or whatever. Yeah. And I know you've, in the past at least, been more of like, yo, by the rule. If you're anyway offside, you should be offside. I, these yeah, I these decisions are close. They're, so. not, they're non-negotiables. Like it's 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 not like. If you if you kill someone, oh, it's hard to make this one. Kill but, somebody, yeah. But, you know, murder's murder, offside's offside. They're the two okay, things. Yeah. <laughs> the two constants in life: <laughs> death taxes and That's offside. <laughs> death taxes and offside, and um, okay. no, but if you know, if it is offside, it's offside. There's no, there's no, you know, oh, but it, it's just no, no. It's not just. It's offside. So, which is funnily enough for me to say that because me being an attack in every single sport I've ever played. <laughs> Um, believe it or not, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, you know, certain about this. You know, there's no, there's no, um, ah, uh, debate, debate. Yeah, it, it, it's offside. If if he's over the, the rule is, yeah, you know, any part of the body is offside, it's offside. So, you know, I don't, yeah, with when people say this kind of stuff, it it, it just doesn't make sense. It it was it was weird because like even when I saw the replay, I was again I was more angry about the free kick. I didn't think the Mustafi won. Like I can forgive the linesman for not giving that. Uh, I was talking to my Arsenal mate um, who I have, and he um, he actually I messaged him. I think the game started at eleven thirty p.m. our time, and at tw- uh, about eleven fifteen, I messaged him saying like you know derby time. He was on his way home from somewhere. He said he'd get a, he was going to get to the, um, home at about half time. Yep. Got to about forty two minutes in when they scored their second, and I just messaged him going, "Oh, sucks! They cancelled the derby this year." I'm just trying yeah. to <laughs> just trying to back. Yourself, yeah, yeah, and um, he, but even he said, I said, um, like you know, all these Spurs pages saying both goals are offside, and he, he said, as an Arsenal supporter, said, look, if it was the other way around, I'd be absolutely spewing. Like you know, the, those both, yeah. both those decisions didn't get called. I'm okay with them. I think that you know, I'm, Arsenal played better. Like, and it was it was just a nothing really game. Did, didn't it, they? Yeah. it was like those were two chances, and then it was a bit of a nothing game. Something I will say is. Uh, there were Did it remind of, you of the um, the Liverpool United game to a degree? A little bit. It reminded me of United Spurs actually a little bit uh, when you know I just kind of got that sh- that goal in the 80th minute. Yeah. It was just kind of like there wasn't much going on, but there always seemed like there could be. Do you think there's a um, there's a growth or you know um, it's building now that teams like the top six play each other now and this they're all classes six pointers and you, you, all you have to do is look at the table right now and besides City. It is an open slate, you know. Yeah. Don't forget how much money is involved in making the Champions League. There's only four spots. There's five teams fighting for it. Um, or you know, six teams. It's six teams, but besides City, obviously. So well, three teams. Yeah, fighting three. For yeah, five three. Spots. Three spots in the Champions League besides City, which they'll guaranteed have, and there's five teams fighting for it. Yeah. Um. And Burnley, don't you forget about the boys in Burnley? Yeah, well, that is very true. They're playing very well this season. But my main point is that are the, are the big teams so worried about losing a six-pointer to each other that they go in a little bit too ca- uh, careful and cautious and, and it turned into one of those blunt games because um, a couple of the big games have turned out to be, you know, decent, decent games. But a lot of these ones are now turning into um, very dull affairs because no one's no one's, no one's one wants to make that move because... You know the team they're playing is so good. 
that the count is so strong as well and, and, and vice versa kind of thing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, a lot of these games, especially involving like United, usually have these kind of games where they'll kind of just park the bus. They're kind of known for it. Yep. City at least don't have that ability on them yet. They haven't had it. They haven't had it so far. This game here was one of those ones where, you know, Arsenal... The game was open enough for the first 40-something minutes until they got their second goal. And then Arsenal were just like, well, we don't really need to attack anymore. And that was the thing. And Spurs never really looked likely. A lot of people saying, oh, but Harry Kane was on one leg. Unfortunately, the, when you say that, if you're putting yourself on the field... and I don't, Yeah, you're I, saying that you can play. You're saying, you're, I don't care who you are. Like, If you're on the field and you've got one leg, apparently, according to me, you're on the field, you're 100%. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. And uh, there was, and these players are used to playing you know, with niggles and that. I don't think you name... like There's not many players out there that are playing at the moment that wouldn't have some sort of small injury. You know what I mean? Like I, I actually heard it once from one of my footy coaches. He goes, you know, people, you know... you." Normally, the people that are playing all the time, everyone's got a little injury of some sort. There's yeah. something wrong with them. But, you know, the difference is some people just play and some people just sit on the bench. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, And there is severity yeah. issues as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> obviously, are... obviously, yes. But, you know, some are worse than others, obviously. But at the end of the day, you know, you're never 100% right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So if you're, yeah, as you, exactly what you said, perfect. Like, if you're willing to put yourself on the pitch... You know, you're good enough to play and, you know, no excuses, really. I, I did notice something um, being at Crown that uh, maybe, like, and I know it's probably not a good example because Hurricane didn't play well and you could, you know, for whatever reason. But uh, maybe he is world class, I think, now because every time he got the ball, every Arsenal supporter around me was just shitting themselves. And, you know, you'd, you'd, you wouldn't hear, the, you wouldn't understand the amount of noise that would come out of their, their mouths when someone took the ball off him or he yep. fucked up a shot. Relief. Yeah, exactly. Relief. I, I feel like that's the sign of somebody who's a great player. Like, and I, we, yeah. all, we already know Harry Kane's a great player. There's no doubt about that. But, like, maybe maybe it's kind of making me go, okay, maybe he is, like, you know, world-class. Like, yeah, yeah, well, uh, I've, I've been blowing his trumpet for a while. I think yeah. he is world-class. And... And you know what? I think the worst thing that, you know, as an Arsenal, like, you know, for the Arsenal supporters, they know Harry Kane can make something out of nothing. And that's the difference between, oh, I think, the world class and, you know, maybe the guys that are close but not quite there. You know, it, you only have to think of it a couple of seasons where he whipped that ball in from the top of the corner. Remember that? Oh, my God, yeah. We lost it. We yeah. lost our shit. Yeah. That was a good... <laughs> that, you know what I mean? And, and that's, a, that's a goal out of nothing situation, you know? Yeah. He was in a, in a ball, he was in a position where he had no right to even have the <laughs> shot, let alone put it into the top corner. Yeah. That's why he's got that fear factor about him. And he doesn't need that extreme pace, he, even though he's got a fair bit of pace. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't have like the skill, like the you know the Cristiano Ronaldo you know stepovers, but he's someone that can just create magic out of nothing. And I think that's why you, you know you probably found that most Arsenal supporters were packing him every time he got the ball, and I, I think for good reason. The other thing actually I noticed uh, watching a bit of Arsenal fan TV afterwards, they're, they're really um like and I I will I still think you know people say like oh Spurs are a big class, club than Arsenal just settle down guys settle yeah, down cool, yes. let's, have, let's yeah, win you let's, haven't won anything exactly yeah. let's win a few things or let's win something let's win like a community shield or something I don't care what was their reactions like by the way because I I missed it on this well, week's the Arsenal thing the, the are they still even not happy no no they were they were very happy any any winner over Spurs is happy happy yeah. days for an Arsenal supporter but it was like you could tell by their expressions that they were kind of they were a little bit surprised themselves, which kind of shows how much the gap has been bridged, at least yeah. like, as in terms of quality. Like a lot, you could tell a lot of them, even like the the main guys, like a DT or or, yeah. or the Blood, um, Blood or Blood Mister Blood fam, were kind of you know, like that was. You could tell by how ecstatic they were that they probably weren't expecting that victory. No, nah. so it, it is. It's, do you, like, do you reckon Arsenal fans would have been happy with a draw? Because like for me, if I if if I was an Arsenal supporter and 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 a neutral looking in. 
Arsenal, if Arsenal got a draw out of this game, I would have thought that's probably good. It's probably a decent result, which it's probably never been like that for Arsenal. No, well, I, yeah, it's hard because, you know, like, probably not for the fans on uh, Arsenal Fan TV because they're never happy unless you win. But that's just their, that's everything. Just, that's just their, yeah, yeah. That's, their, that's their way of doing things. And that's why they have so many subs as well. They're a very big channel. What did they say about how they played? How did they think? Uh, they said, oh, one of, one of, the, one of the things was uh, men against boys, which actually I thought was not a bad actual saying. Like, yeah. I didn't think it was no way for the whole 90 minutes, but I think there were periods where a bit of experience was kind of shown, you know, like people like uh, like an Ericsson or an Ali kind of weren't able to get this, the room that they were could be afforded in other games. Yeah, and uh, the one thing too, like you know, your players like Ericsson, that he had a big week during midweek. You know, he, he had a massive a game, trick. massive game for Denmark, and, and one of the best hat tricks you'll see in a, in a long time. Um, you know, does do you think that plays an effect? I know you, most of your players weren't even in that situation, so you probably got Ericsson, and that's about it. And, yeah. he, and he probably wouldn't even have to play if he, he was that tired. Yeah, uh, like, you know, you, you want to put your best foot forward. Um, it was one of those ones where, like, you know, they had to win that game. Denmark did, and so did Spurs. So Ericsson kind of had to play both games because he he's yeah. by far the best Danish player oh. in the world by, like, an absolute country mile. By, by far the best Danish player in the world. <laughs> <laughs> You heard that from Nick Brown first. Uh, quote, quote me. And uh, <laughs> I like that. That's a, I'm going to keep saying that. Uh, but like, and, you know, and one of the best, if not the best player for Spurs in the yep. world, in the world as well. The world. Um, so like, you know, you kind of had to play both games. Um, but overall, it's kind of one of those things where for some reason, I remember just 10 minutes before the game, I was like, I'm just not confident. I don't know why. I, just was, I had a feeling that we're going to, what, as they say, spurt it up. And, yeah, this is what happens when you support teams like Spurs, Liverpool, and Arsenal, who continually bottle it when we don't when we don't want to, and when yeah. we should when we games. shouldn't when we shouldn't bottle it, we don't. And when you you know you, every now and then you just pull out this absolute gem of a game that you know you, you, it makes you sit back and go, Jesus Christ, I didn't even know we could play like that. Um, but yeah, it was it. You know what? It wouldn't be one down for the ages. I don't think the Spurs Arsenal game, but <laughs> I think this one turned a few heads and. You know, and we'll just give a couple of people, you know, give them a little bit of credit back to Arsenal. and um, Yeah, definitely. You know, maybe one one more winger, winger outside will, will drop down this week for at least a week. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's no no reason to put winger outside this week. They played they played really well. Uh, uh, Klasniach? Uh, Klasniach. Yeah, Klasniach. Sorry, I like that. I'm, it's it's going to be my new one now. <laughs> <laughs> one now. <laughs> and Kl- you bagged me for not yeah. pronouncing. I know, that's true. And, uh, but like he was, he absolutely beasted. He's been one of the best pickups and he's been kind of going under the radar a little bit recently. Yep. Um, he's starting yep. his header. He's, he's a bull, incre- isn't he? He's incredible. Lacazette um, just needs to work on his finishing a little bit. He had a couple of nice chances where I think that a better striker would put it in the top corner. And, um, yep. You know, he just couldn't. But, you know, Ozil played really well as well. You know, for all the people who say, I think he, got, he might have even got man of the match. And I kind of, I also said that uh, Xhaka and Suzoko cancelled each other out. So it was basically 10 versus 10 for that whole game. Yeah. Well, uh, is Suzoko that bad? Yeah. He had, he, like, Suzoko's one of those players, and I think Xhaka might be the same for Arsenal supporters, where um, you know the ability's there, and you have these moments where, you know, he'll nutmeg. Did you just say that about Xhaka? Jacker has the ability when he wants to. He's he's put through some thirty-five yard bombs. The 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 match of the day kind of you know performance. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. When they because I find it with Suzuka a lot. Definitely, you, all you have to do is look back at the France World Cup, uh, yeah. France Euros, and and that kind of stuff. And when 
whenever Newcastle played a decent team. Yeah. That Suzuko came out to play and he was a great player and match of the day kind of style. You know, if it was in, if it was an important game well, he where, where he's playing in front of a lot of cameras and he plays well. Well, he should have played better on the weekend then. Uh, we'll move Very on, true. but uh, we'll go to Bournemouth. I was talking to before, Mickey. I can't remember how many hat-tricks has been this season, but it doesn't seem to be many. And uh, Wilson, uh, Callum no, Wilson, yeah. probably yeah. not one of the uh, top picks to get the next one. And well, fortunately for Bournemouth, my boys, he's, uh, he's knocked out three. Yeah, and um, I don't know how many times Bournemouth would have kicked four goals in the Premier League. So they've only kicked four goals for this season. Oh, yeah. Before before this week. I think there might be a... No, would they have ever kicked (laughs) more than four? They have. Sure, yeah. What, in the the Premier League? This season? No, not this season. Oh, okay. Like, I couldn't remember a time where Bournemouth have kicked four. Unfortunately, Huddersfield were on the the whipping part of that one. Um, I don't know where our boy Aaron Moy was. Probably getting us into the World Cup. Um, Yeah, tried to. Did he play it? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he played. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It's great. a long trip, isn't it, to go back to England after that? Like going all the way to Sunny Show, thirty-hour flight. It is hell. It, is, it can get it, really. It, like, he would be in pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, class, and he'd be you know, first class and all that. Getting all the treatments, so. but it would. It's not a good flight. It's no, good. it's not. And and. and you know, that's probably why they lost. <laughs> no, um, you know, this is a good win for Bournemouth. They they probably really need this. I think, you know, it's a bit of a confidence booster. Huddersfield probably just maybe, you know, they, they've got a couple, they've got City this week. Pray for them. Um, but, you know, they're starting to drag down a little bit. In Mind you, they're still sitting pretty in 10th. What are your thoughts about this, Nick? Like... You know, uh, it's one of those things you yeah. gotta you gotta take these games sometimes when you're a team like Huddlesfield. It's uh you know it's just you... unfortunate that it was probably a team that they're probably you know on the same level as, and that's probably what well, is what the most uh, disappointing part. Well, of the all of a sudden, is. all of a sudden, my boys in Bournemouth aren't looking too shabby on the table. Like you know, they they kind of they're a win away from ninth, and like you know, kind of they get they could be in the top half of the table as soon as next week if results go their way. Yeah, it's um like you know, it's funny how things can turn. Yeah, you know, again, we are only twelve weeks in, and that's why I always, I'm all, I'm not as quick to jump on like you know, City are absolutely guaranteed for Lee. They're very very likely. They're already eight uh, points up. They're eight points up, of course, and but they will drop points. They they have to drop points, please. For, well, the, for the love of God, City, please just drop some points. It needs to happen. But, like, yeah, um, it was good to see Bournemouth kind of get a massive win. I really like Arda's goal. Um, I thought that yep. uh, kind of you had, he had players either side, and I like sometimes when players could just go on their own, and the finish was really, really nice. Um, Wilson getting a hat-trick's great. It's, you know, it's, it's, good, it's good to see anybody get a hat-trick these days because I haven't yeah. seen fucking many of them. You man. know why? Because, you know, they're finding so much more better, like, these days, I guess, and you know, gone in the days where Alan Shearer would kick bag four or five, and you know, or something stupid like that. Um, you know, it, it's good to see the guys, you know, whack a few in the back of the net. And I haven't seen much of Callum Wilson this year, so no, for right. him to come out of the woods and um, score three, it's good for Bournemouth. And um, you know, probably uh, King is it? The other strikers probably put releases a bit of uh, pressure from him as well. well and Defoe. <laughs> and Defoe as well. Yeah, he's become a bit of a forgotten man at Bournemouth. Yeah, he? he is actually. Um, but yeah, um, you know, they also had a, they were down to 10 men pretty early in uh, about just after half time as well. Francis getting his second yellow. So, yeah. you know, it was, it's a nice win to have. Um, there isn't a hell of a lot more to say about this one, but um, I do like, I'm a massive fan of the, uh, the Cherries, uh, uh, jerseys. I, uh, for some reason, I reckon if they got a better sponsor. Yeah, yeah, a lot of ki- a lot of good kit kits sponsor. are ruined by sponsors, aren't they? They are, and unfortunately, Bournemouth is um, a classic victim to that. Yeah. I, I also would love to see them change the emblem. 
just it's never been not a fan. Never yeah. a fan of the head. It looks like it's something that you could put on. You could do paint. on word art. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Paint or word art or something. One of those crappy things. Like I could probably lift your game, Bournemouth. You got a history. Use it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on, but we yep. got our. Um, I was gonna say our boys in Burnley because like these guys. These guys, I don't know if they're... They must be the surprise package of the season so far, at least. You know, these are... I put them in my relegation, I'm pretty sure. And uh, a 2-0 win over Swansea. And they're sitting pretty equal equal on points with Arsenal and Liverpool one point off Spurs. Yeah, it's really impressive, isn't it? Um, you know, this team keeps getting the results. You know, they're beating the teams they should now. And they're competing against the teams, you know, that, that are class above them, I say, in brackets. Um, they're going to have a, a good... I think there's going to be a great game next week, actually. Oh, Burnley-Arsenal. Really excited. At Burnley as well. So there is some real... There is a, that's no gimme for Arsenal, and they will um, they will really kind of go into that, you know, high off their, their last win, of course. But yeah. they'll be very wary about this. Cause, you know, I they, think they should be, because Burnley have a really good record against the top top six. They do, yeah. Generally. They have. They've been taking points off everybody. Just I think they about. drew with City as well, didn't they? they no, City's only drawn with one team. This, this I, thought team. It was, I thought it was Burnley. That was Everton. Oh, that is very true. Everton, ha <laughs> boys, boys, um, boys. I think f- for Arsenal, they they need to get a result this game, probably more than Burnley, or you know, obviously Burnley are flying. But I think um, everyone will probably be on un- uh, with the understanding if they lose this week, then all the hard work that they put against Tottenham has literally just been f- chucked out the window. Um, yeah. I think this is so important for them on so many reasons, and that's probably the main one. Um, it is all about backing it up, isn't it? Yeah, like, it is. And there's no point, like... And I think this is what Liverpool's problem was, at, like, you know, the last couple of years as well. You know, you, you go out... You know, a couple of times we go out, beat Man City, and then go lose to, you know, Stoke. You know? And it's just kind of like, what's the point? Leech United. Not even in the fucking league. That's how good you're Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. So, but, you know, great result for Burnley. You know, they, they as I said, they're just banging out these results now. And Swansea, they find themselves 19th on the table. They are only two points out from safety at the moment. But, you know, it's not. It's just one of those teams that we keep forgetting about, you know. Is it? Is, is Paul Clement in trouble, do you reckon? Well, I think Swansea. I, I, I put them in my relegation zone as well, Swansea. And um, both these teams are in my relegation zone. So it's, it's great to see teams, you know, one team at least prove me wrong. There's just nothing there at the moment for Swansea. I could I could really at the moment see them ending up bottom of the table. I think Palace will pick up more points. Uh, yeah, there's at least there's a bit of fight at Palace at the moment. Yeah, and I just think Swansea, unfortunately, they just I don't know where the points are going to come from, and that's the thing. Even next week, you know, they've got they've got a home game to Bournemouth, and I'm just not confident. I wouldn't be confident if I was a Swansea fan. They don't have any sort of star power, unfortunately. Um, but yeah. It's just uh, like I, I hope they do well, but I, I, three people need to go down, Mickey, and I hope it's yeah. In all honesty, I kind of do hope it's Swansea because <laughs> I, I got a soft spot with Swansea. I don't know why. Why do you have some? Soft oh, because Granada had a chance to play for him. Yeah, well, he had a chance to play for him, obviously. Well, he picked another team. Yeah, because because Swansea weren't good enough. They should have been relegated back then. They it's like nineteen fifty nine. They should be relegated now. We'll move on, but uh, Crystal Palace, go Everton, <laughs> Paddy Paddy Hayden's favourite as well. The Swans. There you go. See, really, that's an odd choice for a team. Uh, Crystal Palace, Everton, a two two draw. We got a, a goal in the first minute, Mickey. Uh, a couple of really poor. I, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, well, Palace have shooting themselves in the foot, aren't they? Well, I was going to say a couple of poor uh, keeping errors from uh, your boy Jordan Pickford I think both goals could have been easily stopped yeah, and a very you, very oh, hang on on while it's in my head did you see the the um the goals from Sunderland Millwall the other day yes, <laughs> yes. so some of the great and highlights the, the the caption was right and please if you if you listen to this 
like do yourself a favor and watch the highlights from Millwall and Sunderland, and it's probably the best thirty seconds of your life. Now the caption when I watched the video was. The goalkeeping errors get worse from here. And I saw the first goal. I said, there's no way. There is no way that that could get worse from there. And don't you worry, it does. It gets way worse. It, it's it, so funny to watch the crowd, the home crowd behind him, just like go, yeah. just chuck their arms up, go, fuck fuck's sake. Like, what are we paying this bloke for? We... And the last one. <laughs> That's a joke. They're, they're all... Oh. It's, I get some, it. It could be a bit wet over there, but come on, mate! You're a professional footballer. They are some poor. And, like, but, and that first one, the keeper, how he just like kind of turns. He's like yeah. trying to avoid it almost. Yeah, it's yeah. like hot potato. Yeah, it was. It's something else. Pickford's ones weren't as bad, but in the premier on a Premier League standard, especially if this guy's a person. Chris Coleman, um, Coleman, sorry, is a new manager of Sunderland, by the way. Is he really? Yeah, he just picked up the job then. There you go. I don't. I don't think that was his first game. There, well, hopefully. So hopefully, sh- who can you keep straight from Northern Ireland straight to Northern Ireland or Ireland Republic? I can't remember. Northern, I think. Well, this game, on to this game, Sorry. we are a two all draw, um, two poor efforts from Pickford, your boy. I'm just going to keep saying that. Until yeah, it's a you make soft it. penalty. Yeah, very soft penalty, I thought. Bit of a fucking fag, isn't he? No, come on, Mickey. Can't be saying can't be saying rude things like that. Well, very... I, I, I've never liked the, the, the dive like that. It just makes me, it's a bit of an ill feeling. Okay, okay. Um, what do you think of this game as a whole? Zaha scoring, which I love. Um, I think, yeah, I think Pickford's keeping wasn't great. The penalty was soft. I think Palace also shot themselves in the foot a little bit. I think, you know, if you sift through the mistakes from Palace, they are improving. They should have won this game. They really should yeah, have. They, they, they had every chance to win this game. And uh, Everton probably be happier but with a point, even though going in, if they, again, like, you know, it's funny how the table is. You know, they win that game, they go up to 11, 11th spot. Mm. And that's just that's just the way the league is at the moment. Like, yeah, it really. It, it's, yeah. We are there is such a big cluster in that middle pack, and it is there is the divide already starting. Yeah, the, to happen. the top seven has broken away. But, but uh, Burnley's now the new top seven. Well, he's they're the new Everton. I'm going to say <laughs> top. Seven. <laughs> You're the one who said top seven. Uh. Um, but uh, yeah, like I, I'm happy to see Palestine and you know put some put some uh, decent performances together. Uh, you know the teams again looking pretty decent. Loftus Cheeks playing well. Uh, happy to see Zaha putting putting one in the back of the net again. Yep. Not much else to say about this one, but Mickey? No, I think we move on for this one. And then we go to Leicester, Manchester City. Uh, Gabriel Helsus, the tapping king, I was, 45 minutes. I've got, a, I've got a proposition for you, Mickey. I've got a question. I've got a query. Yeah, go. Gabriel Jesus. Yep. Is he good or is he just is he just lucky? Is he just somebody he, gets in the right positions? Well, I think that, I, that's he, part of that's part of the skill of being a striker. But you know, Mickey. Javier Hernandez at United was the the perfect example of that. Oh, there, there's nothing. There's no way they're like the, these kind of goals. These this goal that he scored on the weekend. Yeah, I know. Was I tap- would I would back a three. Yeah, but at the same time, like, are we really up to the stage where we're criticising now for getting goals? Yes. It's like because they're not good enough. Yes. You when, know, when you're Man City and you're scoring 17 goals a game, you're working. You know, I have to criticise criticise you. Criticise. Criticise. You did it, mate. I'm doing well. Pulling out all Jesus Mickey, Christ! I might have to take over the but show. I, honestly, I think that uh, if I was playing for Man City, I'd probably be winning the Golden Boot right now, which we do need to get onto the new leader in, in the next game. But uh, yep. City, nice easy win. De Bruyne, just show him why he's the best player in the world. Oh, oh, God, the best player in the Premier foot, League. Like, I wish I had a left foot like that, and I'm left footed. <laughs> Good job, Vic. Um, yeah, like you know, it's not a hell of a lot here, but you know, Man City just kind of continuing on their way. It's not really uh, like. Not really much trouble here, but Leicester, I think, will be a bit upset that they didn't kind of push or at least score one goal. They kind of they had a couple of chances. They had, a, they had the momentum to kind of get it at times. Yeah. And it, it does, like, 
you know, it just it was just a a game unfortunately that was dominated by Manchester City's possession. Yeah, and um, you know, it is this was probably like one of those results that they kind of just grinded out for once, which is good. Like you know, it hasn't always it probably wasn't always like you know easy easy pickings as a they've absolutely torn some teams apart. But it, you know, um, you know, these are results that I think they're going to get. Like two nil wins still comfortable, so they haven't. <laughs> I don't think they've even had really been challenged yet, have they? Uh, except for that draw, which you know you could argue either way about. Um, there's, there's been pretty pretty cruisy wins. They they had a one nil win against Chelsea, which was separated by a very nice De Bruyne strike again, which I I just want to say his name a few more times. Uh, we will move on, but Mickey, uh, I want to move on to uh the new the new Golden Boot leader, your yes. boy. Uh, this is a guy that we we have really mixed feelings about for a guy who's winning the Golden Boot playing on. Uh, playing on the wing, yeah, we seem to uh, we seem to not rate him for some reason. But uh, I, I'm yeah. very, uh, I think this is one of the better pickups of the season. Uh, I'm really hoping that he um, comes out as a striker and ultimate team with in form. Ooh, yeah, that's oh, good imagine idea. a quick four. That'd be a good pickup. I tell you what, I've got him in my ultimate team at the moment. Just his normal card, and he is shocking. Oh, it is, he re- is it really not great at kicking goals? Nah, not like definitely on his right foot. Absolutely pathetic. But you know, we're talking about real life here. Um, <laughs> you know, his first goal, like, and I. Like you, you see the um, at the start of the season, he probably was a little bit indecisive, and um, his shooting wasn't great. But the first goal that he put in was, I think, was perfect for yeah. his confidence. You know, he, he got. Don't know how he got given so much space in that area. As like, the one thing about left footers, and and I know because I am one. The one thing that's not more like. The one thing most obvious about left footers is that they're a left footer. Like you know, <laughs> man, like you literally can see him coming from my way. Really, generally. Yeah, you're like you're you're not as clinical as our Salah, but uh, yeah. But as soon as you get the ball, I know what foot, you you, know, you can't put it on your right. As you in Robin, you have no right foot at all. You think of like the great left footers in the world, and you pretty much know what they're going to try and do. Yeah. Cut in on Robin, their left. Robin shoot. Salah, Mickey Kennedy. Yeah, like the great left footers all do the same thing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know why I'm behind my seller. But it was only a win against Liverpool Reserve, so like, is it really that exciting? Or well, what? you know, they're up and coming. So, <laughs> how? What do you think about Southampton as a whole right now? They again, like, they're a team who's uh, really dropped off. They kind of they didn't really do much in the summer. They have no yeah. attack. They're probably the worst attacking team to watch in the league right now, and that that's in a league with West Brom in it. So <laughs> yeah, that is very true. Something. I don't think they're worse than West Brom, but yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. They're, like. It's good to see Liverpool tell like taking part a little bit. Not not taking my part, but you know, a convincing win with a teams like this we haven't really done before. Like you know, we've really struggled in pre- previous seasons and and even in previous months. It's good um, to get a a nice little comfortable two 0 lead at half time. It's just kind of it's something yeah, li- Liverpool usually don't it, yeah. do. They like to score in the early in the second half for some reason. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and it you know, leaves us hanging on a little bit, but you know. Southampton, like, they, they wouldn't have expected a result from this. So I don't think they take too much into it. You know, 3 nil is probably not as, you know, close as they'd want it to be. Coutinho getting on the score sheet again. Um, you know, it's good for him to get back into it. Yeah. I, I think, you know, looking at Liverpool, the last couple of weeks, the Mane effect is probably more noticeable now. I know Salah's been our man, but, you know, with Mane playing as well, Salah is so much more dangerous. Um, yeah. Coutinho's, you know, just as dangerous as usual. And, you, you know, you look at that, that attack that we've got now and, you know, it's probably as good as anyone, you know, to be honest. Ooh, I, I, think you're, I think you're in need of a better striker, personally. But then again, We've I'm, got the league's top scorer. Yeah, a better striker. He's not your striker. Well, he could be. Yeah, he could be, yeah. If he played striker, I wouldn't, I'd, I'd give you that. But I, I, would, you, would you, like, I'm looking at it right now. Um, Liverpool, would you, like, 
as a neutral, be yes. open to see Liverpool play Salah as a striker, um, Coutinho on the left, and Mane on the right. I I think the the reason why Salah uh, gets the uh, the opportunity he does is because he doesn't play as a striker. I feel like if he was to play as a as a lone guy up front, then he would get marked. He would get marked a lot uh, tighter, and he wouldn't be able to get the space to get onto that trusty left foot that every uh, that Mickey Kennedy has. So I, I don't know. I'm, I, I I like the idea, but I think that. Um, in a team like Liverpool, I like him out. I think that as a Liverpool fan, I'd probably like him out on the wing, kind of cutting yeah, in and okay. getting those opportunities. Yeah, yeah well, he's, he's so dangerous. And when he runs at defenders, they, you know, and you, you've got Mane on one side and, and Salah on the other side. Isn't that da- like, you just, it's, yeah, it's, it it's, is quite dangerous. It's pretty scary when they're, when they're running full stretch out, yeah. And then, and with Roberto Firmino in the middle, like, I know you say we don't have a proper striker, but he's kind of like the link between them. Like he's yeah. good, he's skillful enough and good enough to um, either take the shot on or pass it off, you know, and, and or hold the ball up with his skill and, and play around with it a bit and link up well as well. He's got like a football brain that links up with these type of players well, you know. So we had a Lukaku in the middle. I don't know if it'd work as well. What do you what do you think um, Firmino is? Is he, is he uh, a, just, a, just an attacking midfielder or is, as playing as a striker? He acts as a, like a false striker sometimes, yeah. you know. But don't forget, Firm- we're... Roberto Firmino, he, he scores goals. What? He scored, he scored about, what, three or four this season so far? Um, like, yeah, yeah uh, roughly around there. Like, you know, he's he's scored three. Yeah, so, he's, so he's not doing, like, not banging him in, but he's, nah. you know, he's a couple of goals here and nah, there. Exactly. Like. So, you know, like, but yeah, at the same time, yeah, he, 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 I think it complements him well, I think. And, you know, the one the Liverpool's greatest strength is that we don't have an out and out striker that if he doesn't score it's you know, we're gonna really struggle like well, I was gonna not Lukaku, sorry, but like other teams. Yeah. Um, you know, our greatest strength is that we've got no pivot point. We've got no just strength, you know what I mean? We've got all, like strength all around the pitch. So um, you know, I'm not too concerned to be honest. And, you know, the last couple of weeks has been working for us. Uh, the Tony Pulis funeral, which was the uh, the four nil win, of course, by Chelsea to we- over West Brom. Uh, it's never good getting beaten uh, at home, but when you're getting absolutely dismantled like this, it's it's quite embarrassing. Like, yeah, uh, definitely for a defense heavy team. Well, yeah, and like I've been saying, I've said this a few times. You know, West Ham, West Brom fans. Sorry, I would never compare you guys to West Ham. Sorry, uh, West Brom fans would be kind of going like, you know, not being that excited to go to the football. Like a game like this, like I, it'd be hard not just to kind of want to leave at half time. You know, when you're three, yeah. you're three nil down. You've got no chance of coming back because you have no, you have no attacking prowess about you. Like it's just, it would have been a really dismal day. Yeah, it would have been. And um, you know, just going back on when we were talking about Liverpool, another team that probably link up like. Similar to Liverpool, not quite with the same um, intent or you know, I would say speed at times. I think you know Chelsea probably the, the second closest team. Um, as I was saying to my mate yesterday at training, I said to him, I don't know if there would be any person that would not pick Murata over Lukaku now. I'll tell you what, it's I still think it's up for debate. It's just that I don't think anyone would have picked. Um, but the thing is, like before the start of the season, no one would have picked Murata over Lukaku. No English fan, no way in hell. No, no. like maybe some Spanish guy, Spanish fans, of course. Like know. he was, he was very um, under the pump before he even started. You know, he like he had, hadn't even played a game yet, and the optimism was quite low. I don't, for me personally, Murata over Lukaku at the moment every day of the week. I tell you what, that uh, that little flick that he did. Oh, perfect! Wasn't abso- it? Absolutely, like, that's that's highlight real stuff. That's something that yeah. they'll, they'll play at the end of the season when they're kind of summing up this 2017-18 season when Spurs lifting up that trophy. Um, it's, Hazard, it's Hazard set like 
you know, getting the headlines as as much as you used to. I don't feel like he has that kind of same much, effect anymore. Very much under the radar for a guy who's been absolutely he's been tearing it up pretty recently. Like mm. you know, he's uh he's having a really great he's having a really great season. I think people are more expected of Hazard. Hazard's kind of had his moments of kind of wowing people. Yeah, wowing people, and now it's just kind of you do expect it from a guy like this. It's also because Chelsea aren't like top of the table they're not like you know if they if Charles, if Hazard was doing the same thing for City he'd be getting a lot more praise I, I, yeah, I okay, feel yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, it just seems like you know Chelsea as a club are fl- not only as Hazard as play but Chelsea as a club are kind of flying under the radar here yeah and I think you know with City doing what they're doing a lot of clubs are like you know that, that fight for second place at the moment is literally up for any team yeah four, yeah. four points between um, United and Arsenal and uh, Burnley even as low as sorry you know, that's it's not it's a game, a game and a draw, isn't it? Yeah. Well, um, I wonder what the odds are for Burnley to uh to crack the top six this season. I wonder if it'd probably be pretty long odds if you want to if you want to chuck a cheeky bet on Nicky. It still would be, I reckon. Oh, of course, yeah. We're only twelve games in. Let's be honest. Burnley will probably finish fourteenth, and you know, I might might even get relegated. Still, you know, there's still a long way to go. Yeah, well, twenty two points out save. But yeah, yeah, well, actually, they're getting close to the being being safe, which is pretty crazy considering yeah. we're so so uh. So close into the season, we are going to move on to David Moyes. But um, opening game, um, you know, I, I was saying a funeral for Pulis. It might be uh, a few West Ham fans have already been calling a funeral for uh, David oh, Moyes. I thought they played a bit better. I think Antonio is fuck me. He's no good. He's had some cracky chances. Besides Gomez's unbelievable double save, what he, he can't save. buy a goal, can he? What a save that! Uh, and that... West Ham couldn't couldn't buy a goal. I don't think on the weekend. I yeah. think they were unlucky. I think they showed a bit more. I think they, they did, were, but you know, they've got who have they got next week. Um, they got Leicester, and I do think they could get points out of that. Yeah, I heard there was a bunch of uh, videos online going on about uh, West Ham saying you you destroyed our fucking clubs, uh, screaming at the board. Um, so there are you know people aren't happy. Like no, this West Ham club isn't happy. Um, you know, it, it isn't an easy game to start off with for uh for for any new manager going to Watford. Uh, you know, not while they're playing in, in that good form, form too. Like, um, want, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because you know, on form, Watford should win, but in principle, um, West Ham should, and that, and that's a really hard position to come into as a manager. You know, say he was playing a City, um, no one expects him to win. You know, when he gets any, he got he can play the way he wants, and gets if he gets any kind of result, it's a success. Uh, but if he loses, he loses. But you know, going up against Watford, who are playing really well at the moment, our boy Richardson scoring again. Joe Hart should have saved it. Yeah, he should have saved it, but. You know, you kind of have to feel for them because on the, on if you look on form, they shouldn't win that game anyway. But you know, the fact that West Ham is in brackets are bigger club than yeah. you know Watford. They are spe- expected to get the result, and that's a very hard spot to be in when you're trying to make your first game. Well, especially when you're a bigger club in the relegation zone right now. Yeah. You know, they are they are they're looking every bit bit of a relegation team, but you know, a team that. They kind of remind me of Palace earlier in the season. A lot of chances and should be putting them some away, but they're just uh, to go into a real tough period. They'll get over it. They'll start winning. They'll start getting points. But do you believe yeah. in Moyes? I don't. Actually, kind of, actually, seeing on the weekend, I kind of did. I, I just don't. I don't. You think... didn't have very many much time to work with. His team, yeah, right? of course. I'm not going to. Judge and he hasn't him had. A, game. He hasn't had a transfer window yet. But I don't think Moyes is that. I just don't think his track record shows very good things. Um, he's he's taken sides down. I, I think he's after he's going after Danny Ings in there. I don't really. I think go. so. I don't know what you can really do in a in the uh, in a January transfer for a team like West Ham. Like if you got yeah. Ings or like yeah, I, look, I'm just trying to think of off the top of my head, which we will do a bit later at least. But like looking at the uh, January transfer window, but like for a team like West Ham, I don't think they'd be 
trying to break the bank. I don't know if they, the other board would really give them much money because it seems like they're, you know, everybody's angry at the board. So the board might just go turn yeah, around and say, fuck you fun. guys, I don't care. Uh, we'll move on. But we've got two games left, Mickey. Yep. Uh, this next one. United. United over United. <laughs> Manchester well, over Newcastle. For once, they didn't get to score a goal in the um, 80-plus minutes. Martial scores again. Yeah, Martial scores again. Yeah. Um, I think, did he give one off or was that Rashford who gave one oh, off to Pogba? I don't know. They're, they're pretty good around each other, aren't they? Pogba scores again and on return. And a really nice assist. He was the one who put it up for Martial's header. Yeah. Really, really nice. Uh, he, yeah, again, like Pogba. Pogba might be the barometer for this team. You know, if he, he as might long be as he stays, Yeah, exactly. He might be, as long as he stays fit, maybe this could be it. Um, Lindelof uh, falling over for Gale's oh, first goal. Uh, I tell you what, this kid needs to... Uh, he needs to uh, do Go something fast. Oh, I, like, it's hard because, you know, Man United fans are... Absolutely ruthless, like you know, because you're a team like them, and you're kind of yeah. You get you, you expect to be you, you know, a step above who you're playing against, and unfortunately, with stuff like like it's not even schoolboy, it's like a fucking toddler error. Yeah, you know what I mean, falling over yourself. Yeah, it was uh, it was very it was very poor, but it was a very it was a pretty comfortable win after that. Mourinho didn't really seem too phased when they were one 0 down. He kind of thought, yeah, we've we've got this. You know, yeah, it's uh, it, it shows not even um. Rafa Benitez could get him out of that Yeah, one. well, Rafa, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a good win for United. They needed it. It is kind of a danger game. I feel like New- Newcastle are one of those teams who can trouble bigger teams when they... Uh, when they, when they want to. When they want to, yeah, exactly. They just weren't really feeling too interested, I guess. This game. Uh, last game of the round, but uh, the ever-important Brighton versus Stoke fixture that we were raving about last week. Uh, yeah, two-all draw. At least we got some goals, Mickey. And uh, Chapa Motang... Uh, I tell you what, he's he's putting a few, putting away a few, and his yeah. first touch here was fantastic. Yeah, it was, and um, you know, and our boy Mosquito scores. Yeah, <laughs> Mosquito, Mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, you're proud. He's of still in my ultimate team. Esquerdo, Esquerdo, Mosquito, Esquerdo. Come uh, on, we call fucking Hernandez Chico Roll. We yeah. surely can call him Mosquito. Mosquito, okay, we'll call him. He kind of looks like a little bit of Mosquito. Uh, Zuma, Zuma, um, scoring as well. You know, Zuma's been like a, I don't know. I don't know what Stoke fans would think of Zuma as a pickup because he's kind of been on and off. He has his moments of like where you go, okay, this guy's got some real ability to him, but then he'll have some real bad brain fades, and that, you know that's why that's why Stoke are kind of again in again in that spot where you know they're kind of just hanging above relegation. Yeah, and um, you know this is probably a good. Good point for Brighton, I think. Like, it kind of just, you know, they, they keep ticking over points, and that's what's good for them. I think this is a better result for Brighton than it is for Stoke, obviously. Um, you know, they're probably on the same page now, like, in, in form-wise this season. Um, I think we've got to move away from the stature of the club when they come, these teams come up against each other. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, we, I think everyone does, including us, obviously. We think, we when you look at these kind of games, you, you think, Obviously, you think Stoke's a bigger club than Brighton, and there's, and that and that's what your kind of your general perception is. Yep. Um, obviously, this is not the case in this game, and it was very even contest. You know, like you know, Brighton are playing you know good football at the moment, and they deserve the point. And you know, I, I don't think there's much to add to this one. Yeah, it wasn't like there weren't a hell of a lot of massive chances, what I'd say created, but it's something that uh, yeah, I, I think if any team probably could have got the win, I think it might have been Brighton, even though yeah. you know they kind of, they did go down twice, so they were there. so it's kind. Do, of... do you think Stokes underachieving? Uh, I think the squad is so much better on paper than a lot of these teams. I don't know. I, see, I'm at the start of the season. Stoke always one of those teams where you always just kind of chuck at the st- in the middle because they're kind of. Half decent, but they're half not decent. You know, you know they've been able to pick up some worldy signings, but don't forget, like you think of Shakiri, you know Hesse, like you know th- these are signings that would never go to Brighton. So do you think, yeah, like, of course, yeah, you know, do you think that you know they're underperforming? Maybe 
in, um, in that regard. I'm just like you're just looking at their team. Like you know, Hesse wasn't playing, so like you know, Trippa Munting at the start, at the front. You got they got decent players. Juve's good, Shakira's good, and Alan Alan Fletcher kind of just those staples. Um, I guess maybe when you've got a, a, a reject Tottenham player and Kevin Wimmer at your back and uh, a reject Chelsea player at Zuma and you know, Shawcross who's well Zuma's only there on loan because he had an injury really. yeah I know yeah, Zuma's actually pretty decent I think that uh, I think a lot of teams would like Zuma so I take that back but uh, you know there is there's always kind of room for improvement they do have something some things coming off the bench but I don't know I feel like you know Stoke and Southampton are two teams who are kind of just uh, they're used to just kind of ending up mid-table and they're kind of, they might be getting a little bit of a reality check from these uh, these, these kind of newer clubs yeah, well, exactly right, and um, yeah, I don't need to, <laughs> well, well, <laughs> I don't need to add much more to that. It was pretty well said. Well, thank you, Mickey. Uh, what we'll do is, but we'll take a break. We'll come back. We're gonna go with Facebook's finest because Mickey's got shitloads here. Reckons uh, we're gonna talk about who's gonna take over from West Brom with a fight for second place. We're gonna talk about Champions League. We're gonna talk about the World Cup as well. Every every team being put in their yep. pots, and Mickey wants to kind of raise the question on who would be up for sale in January's transfer window. And we're back to, you know, your favourite segment, Nick, that's for sure. Um, the grand creator of it. And that's Facebook's finest. We uh, look at the Facebook and keyboard warriors all over the world and uh, we have a little bit of a giggle. And, uh, Nick, I'll get you to, to uh, start us off. Didn't you? Oh, you're, no, that's the one I had. Uh, so, uh, okay, well, I don't know how many, Mickey's uh, been struggling for the last few weeks, so I'll give him that No, one. no, I'll you, let can, him, you know. I'll let him have it. Um, so I got one coming from uh, Wayne, who is at Wayne Cunning, I'm sorry, who is a West Brom fan, I can tell, because his avatar is at the West Brom logo. Uh, he's, he's recently had a tweet saying, lost a season ticket, if found, please keep. <laughs> 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 kind of sums up everybody at West Brom right now. Yeah, yes, like. it does. What uh, do you got for us? Um, there's a photo that come up against uh, a women's game against South Africa in Brazil. Now, one of the girls in the wall seems to be, you know, protecting the crotch area, which is a little bit thing okay. where every other girl is just standing there normally. Um, the face is zoomed in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't exactly look like a girl. <laughs> Um, I I, I actually currently sport the same haircut as this person And and I swear it's probably not the um, The most feminine Yeah, the feminine image I reckon Yeah, not too bad I I got a little fun fact for you, Mickey Uh, Yeah, everybody talks about how, you know All the the Premier League greats And everybody doesn't know, like, you know Where do you rank these players? I got to play play one of our favourites, Mickey Who I think should be up there with the Premier League greats Names are Peter Crouch because recently, yes. Peter Crouch now has more Premier League assists than Paul Scholes. So uh, really, there we go. So where do where do we rank Crouch? Does he uh, does he uh, go above Scholes in the rankings? Because I think he was. I think Scholes was rated number one in the uh, in the in the top fifty players. I wouldn't say he goes above Scholes, but you know he's definitely had a. Um, we'll go next to him, joint number one. He's actually had a great career. Like he'll have, his he's, highlights package will be fantastic. Yeah, he's he's those scissor goals. And the robot celebration. Yeah. What do you got for me, Mickey? Um, I unfortunately, I've got another photo. I've got to get start um, probably um, picking up better ones. I think because it's very hard to explain a photo. Oh, Jesus Christ! You're still going for the photos. I've been, and, I've been telling you oh, since get, week one to not get yeah, well, photos. Yeah, I, I think I can get this one across. But, okay, um, go on. It was basically a photo of us and we are having a drink with all the Premier uh, Tottenham managers who have won the Premier League. 
I'll give you a tip. Zero. No, He's gonna, by himself. I was trying. I was trying to uh, have, a, yeah, have a good look at that. Um, I want to uh, put a little shout out. Or just I want to know uh, what station's doing this. If it's over uh, over in the UK or whatever, uh, I think it might be Sky Sports, and they keep putting out these photos of like you know the star players and the managers all in the one photo. Mickey, I'm going to do a you. I'm going to try and explain a photo. Yep. And it's just something that, like, for whatever reason, I always try and make it look like a movie poster or yeah, a band yeah, yeah, poster yeah. or a boy band. And there's this recent one where you have Arsene Wenger on the left with his arms crossed, not looking too happy, Sanchez and Kane, and then Pochettino on the right. And they're both looking, looking pretty happy. upset, aren't pretty they? Pretty upset. And the caption goes, this looks like the poster for a terrible Hollywood comedy <laughs> about a gay couple and their disapproving dads meeting at the first Yeah, well, first I did see that. I did have a laugh as well. It's it's beyond, like, what, who is making these? Who is making these graphics and saying, like, oh, that looks really good. Like really they, good. Yeah. These looking really average to me, Mickey. I don't know about you. Are, are you? Do you have so, any more? No, I'm I'm fresh out of this week. I've only got one kind of little one. It's it's more just because I dig it because I'm a salty Spurs supporter. Fifth yep. of November, Arsenal Wenger was saying refereeing decisions cost uh, mistakes. Uh, refereeing mistakes, sorry, cost Arsenal to, uh, today, which was the uh, North London Derby Day. Uh, complete silence, Mickey. Funny about yeah, that. Yeah, funny. Was funny, uh, was funny. Uh, it was funny how he was saying that uh, those were not offside. So it was interesting. Uh, I just want to kind of bring that one up as uh, as I do, Mickey. Yep, I'm going to give you nothing for that because yeah, you, you guys are lost. Of course. Uh, I will, where do you want to start, Mickey? We've got a few things to talk about. I'll let you pick the first one. Um, we'll go. To, um. We go to the January targets. Perfect. Yeah, I thought that might be a good one. So yeah. you've been kind of raising these questions, Mickey, where we're not too far out from the January window. There are kind of, you know, a lot of crazy deals can be done. It depends on what kind of size your club is as well. Yep. Uh, a lot of players are kind of surprising people. You know, a lot of, a lot of uh, you know, Richarlison, I know, is one for you at least. Yeah. Uh, I want to know who you think might be up for the market. If he, if Richarlison is, how much would he be worth right now? Yeah, well, for someone like Richarlison, who's he's been a regular scorer and a, a regular creator for Watford, and he's been part of the reasons why they've been playing so well. I'd say um, th- this could be an opportunity where some of these guys um, might not do the deal in January. I think like Richarlison's only just come to the club, you know, as the same with like a Moy or someone like that. But, you know, they start to become on the radar. And, you know, as they go into the end of the season, um, you know, you know, bigger clubs or, you know, clubs that probably suit the play better are going to maybe come looking for it. So I was, I was thinking that, you know, maybe we've got a list of, you know, three or four, I don't know, two probably, maybe even Aaron Moy. Um, and okay. Richarlison. I, I don't know if there's any players that you think that could be going into that area. I'll tell you what, if uh, if, if Alexis Sanchez went, um, I don't know what, you know, they've been kind of saying Zaha might be on the yep. radar. Yep. I think Zaha's like kind of proving his worth, even if it isn't for him. Um, even like, you know, I'm, I'm looking around and I'm kind of looking at a team like Bournemouth. I think Josh King is still worth a lot. And if, yep. if Wilson's putting away goals, if he could do that a few more times before Christmas, he might, you know, people might look at him and go like, you know, a team like Everton might look at someone like Josh King. Yeah, and like, I think that someone like that would be perfect fit even in January. Uh, Olivia Giroud, I think, is a big... Pope ch- as well? Pope, yeah. Pope's a very nice one. I don't know who... I don't know which team. Liverpool, if, if oh, let's, let's be honest. And, Pope, that, and, that, and that's the thing too. Like, if you look at the first, you know, like if it's City, United, Chelsea, Tottenham, they Arsenal, they've all got their key. You know, the Liverpool don't are the only team that don't really have that. Yeah, and that's a kind of scare. I don't know about you guys, but wouldn't that is that a bit of a scary thought for a team that's you know not supporting Liverpool? Um, that the fact that we're still in this thing with so clear cut, you know, you know, clear cut squad uh, deficiencies. I'd say almost like uh, you know, what I mean, like we're missing a centre back, we're missing a left back, we're missing a goalkeeper. Mm. You know, we clean these up. Where does that put us? 
Well, the thing is with a team like because we're yeah well, we're one point behind you right now. The the team is with, uh, the thing is with a team like Liverpool is that for all the good things that they do, they as you say they do have deficiencies. If they did patch them up, I just feel like the way the way football works, unfortunately, and this isn't just a shot at Liverpool because you support Liverpool. I think just players will get bought out. You know, Coutinho's a big chance to go. Yeah. Um, you know, Emery chance a big chance. To, everyone's still saying that he's a chance to go to Juventus next season. Yeah. Every like you know people people are eyeing up. I know. Uh, Maybe Keita comes in, but Keita does come in. That's a, that's a really nice pick up. I know people are looking. I heard that our recently somebody is looking at getting uh, Mohamed Salah uh, over the January window. I heard Who's somebody. That? I can't. No, I, it's the genuine one. I uh, can't remember which team was. I think. Yeah, it was someone, but they were they wanted to bid like fifty million, yeah, and we got him for forty. Yeah, he's. he's let's, let's move on. You're, you're going to be that guy. Well, but the only thing, other thing too, um, African Player of the Year or something was coming out. Who was? I don't know, but Liverpool had three plays in the five. Who were so they? Uh, it was Mane, it was Salah, Salah it was Naby Keita. Naby Keita, he's not a Liverpool player yeah, yet. He pretty much is, yeah. Uh, yep, it was uh, Aubameyang. Victor Moses and Aubameyang. It was Victor Moses as well. Victor Moses, well, isn't he? Yeah, well, he, most, I think yeah. Moses should have won it because he's won, he's, won, he's had a fantastic... I don't even know if it was the top five, it might have been top four. Um, but yeah, Victor Moses, I, I think he's probably a worthy winner. He had a great season with Chelsea. Who do you, um, you think is the best player out of them five? Just out of curiosity. Best player, Mane. Mane, yep. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think uh, I think Aubameyang hasn't been that great for Dortmund. This nah, year. he he's somebody. Could he find? Could he be on the move now that Dortmund are on the way down? Not Jan. I don't think. I, I think I think Aubameyang's worth too much, and I don't think there's any team that needs a striker that would be willing to pay that much. Yeah, yeah. and Everton need a striker. They're not going to pay eighty un, million. And unfortunately, he's got his heart set on Madrid, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. At yeah, this, at this stage. Why do why do they, like why do players just kind of just accept where they are? Dortmund's a fantastic club. Why not come to the Premier League? Premier League's great. Yeah. <laughs> One, no, we don't. Want, I don't want him. I don't want. I don't want a bummy. I, I, Imagine if he was in the middle of Sane and I mean Mane and um, Salah. Mane and Salah. That'd be there'd be some scary. Yeah, there'd be some far out. That'd be nuts. Yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be pretty crazy. I, it'd be great for Liverpool. I'd, I'd love to see him there. That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty fun to look at. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That, like. Yeah, but um, in saying I, that, then we neglect our defenders. Yeah, exactly. Of course, um, there's always a chance of somebody like Bellerin going. Uh, yeah, Barcelona every now and then show a bit of interest in the player like that. I don't know if he's up to that level, but uh, I, I feel like Bellerin's one of those players who just at any stage could be offered something, and he'd probably be like, "Yeah, let's just let's just, just go." Do it, yeah. yeah, let's just go for it. Uh, is there any other players that stand out to you, Michael? Um, John Joe Shelby could go up a bit. Do you think? You know, he's been a decent player for Newcastle. I feel like... Giving his damage goods by just because of his reputation's a bit average? Yeah. You know, players like him with that reputation never really go too far. You you know, Joey Barton was a classic example. You know, he, he, after, he, you know, people knew what he was about, he kind of just floated around those teams. Like, he was, you know, he's a good player to have on a, on a relegation candidate because, you know, he's a better player than probably what, you know, their club could normally get. Um, but unfortunately, the person who lets him down, he, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him on the same page as Joey Barton. But could uh, Harry Maguire go? Yeah, well, he's a one, real of, one of your fa- isn't he? one of your favourites. Like... He's one of my favourite. Wouldn't want him, Liverpool trying to go for him, but you know, again, he's probably a guy that's just moved to Leicester. I don't think Leicester are very keen on letting him go. You, you have to pay through the roof to buy him. It is one of those things, like you know, um, I can. It's funny how we like we'll put out all these names, and then by the time you know January comes around, like Joe Allen will be like the biggest name on the market. <laughs> like, yeah, they'll be like, oh, fuck, Joe Allen's gone. Potential what, going. Somewhere. What about um the players that you know miss the the January moves? I mean the. The summer moves, so like the Van Dyke, Coutinho's. Coutinho's, yeah. Um, I, you know, every you know this time, 
kind of, I've been hearing some things about Coutinho. I don't think it'll happen. In all honesty, I just for whatever reason, I just don't think he'll get. I done. think if they get like 150, like something stupid, it will go. I just don't think they'll offer. It'll, I don't know. I, for some reason, and I, I think I said this a few weeks ago. I don't know if um if Liverpool holding off and not selling him is going to help his value. I don't know if it's going to make it go up. Yeah, you know, like I'm saying this. Before, I reckon like, it'd probably go down even. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like even with Van Dyke, you know, Van Dyke was so like you know was so expensive, and I, he hasn't really done anything this season to make me go like, oh, he's worth that money. If anything, he's making go like, oh, maybe he's worth forty mil now. Yeah, like, and I think too, I think that it was that particular transfer window that was producing that kind of money. The Neymar deal was the headline, and that set the tone for the whole window. I think now with that deal done. It kind of it feels like it'll go back to normal. I don't know about you. Yeah, it's, it's it is. I, like, I hope so. I hope it goes back to normal. Do you think somebody like um like he's, he's a weird like a curveball for you? Like uh, I know there's probably no reason for him to leave, but Claudio Bravo. Do you think somebody? Do you think any teams would kind of be interested in somebody proven proven goalkeeper, albeit pretty average for Man City last season? But like you know he has a history. I, I'm sure there's some teams that would be looking at him. In all honesty, like you know would, who would you rather Minule or Bravo in goal? Oh, I don't know. I've, I've It'd be a toss of the coin, probably. Yeah, Bravo's performances last year, and but he was pretty good against Liverpool, to be honest. Yeah, so like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, you know, he's, he's sitting on the bench currently. Is he like? Do you think he would think that you know why not like go for a bigger team or go for a team I can start in at least? Or do you think he's going? He's just looking at the title, being like, well, I'll just, I'll just win another title, won't I? Well, he he won't technically win one because he might not play enough games. Yeah, well, hopefully he's pretty. He'll have to train out of his ass, won't he, to try mm. and get above Edison? But he, he won't because he just you know, Edison's been all right this year. He's been great. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like he won't get above. He won't get above Edison. No. Chance. In no, and Edison's in a position now where he's, he's proven himself enough to, um, you know, he could be a part of a great city team where you might even not have to do much. You might have to just make sandcastles at that end for a while. And do you th- and finally, just before we move on, uh, Chelsea, well, can they? Do you think if they were going to recall anybody from all their loans <laughs> in, in January, who would they recall? I'd probably kept besides Kevin De Bruyne. Um, <laughs> no, one of their one of their loanees. Chelsea? Uh, no, current ones. I, like, I was talking about previous ones. No, like, if you had one player that Chelsea could bring back besides Kevin De Bruyne, because that's obviously the obvious answer, who would you bring back? Um, I was going to say Lukaku, but they don't really need him right now. Um, you know, you know who they need. They need Loft- no, my boy Loftus Cheek. Just bring him back. Just bring Loftus Cheek back. He played. He played for England on the on ears. the weekend. Uh, albeit England's team was very much a second stringer. Like to be honest, but yeah, whatever. That's a, that's neither here nor there. Uh, who's taking over for West Brom, Michael? I've got no idea. <laughs> You've written it on the board. Go, let's talk about it. And I've been trying to think for the last big, hour. Big and I Sam. seriously can't. No, he won't go to West Brom. Big Sam. I don't think he will. Why? What, what's, the, what's the theory behind it? I just don't. Like, Big Sam's got so much bigger fish he can be a manager for. Like, who, who, you're saying that the Everton job's currently available. He doesn't want it. Big Sam doesn't want it. He, he didn't want to be the second choicer. He, they went for Marco Silva first, and then they went to uh, Big Sam afterwards, and he. He kind of took offence to him not going to him first. Makes sense, like you know, a, a bit of pride behind him. Like I'm not saying it's a smart idea, but like you know, to, to kind of go, you know what? If you if you're not first, you'll like go for me first, or don't go for me at all, kind of thing. Nah, like, I just can't see it happening. Like, yeah. I'd like to see it happen for West Brom's sake, but that's yeah, like it's a, as a, as you say, it's a boring club. The fan base isn't that big, you know. Like I don't know, I just don't think it's going to meet Sam on a on a passionate level, you know, like. Yeah. Like he, I reckon he'd go to Everton even after that before West Brom. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, second place, Mickey. You're kind of you. You're saying you know there is a big fight on for second. I know you kind yeah, of think that the uh, that the window is shut for the top spot. You think yep. it's kind of locked it's up. Gone. Um, who would be if you're going to make a bold prediction from here? Who's who's taking second? Chelsea. Chelsea. 
That's fair. I think that's yeah. You know, I think they they have every chance to do it. You know, even though every every second week we come out and say Chelsea's in fucking turmoil, uh, they always seem to be winning. So you know, yeah, they're they're a pretty safe. Bet Flying under the radar, as you'd say. Yeah, they are. They they're just a, for whatever reason. You know, like I, I don't know who they got this, who they've got this week. But yeah, you know, they're kind of who have they got this who, week? Mike? Who do you think uh, they have? Liverpool. Oh, they have Liverpool. There we yeah. go. There's a challenge. I'll get them in the headlines um, if they take care of them. Who do you think will wrap out the top four? Because it is up for grabs. Um, I think the current top four will be the top four. Not sure about the order. Oh, so you don't think Liverpool will make top four? No, I get mm, it. Not fair enough. I just yeah, I don't know. I, I if Spurs don't make the top four this year, is this a disaster? And do you find yourself going backwards? Because um, you, you could lose Kane and Ali in that in that transfer after that. Kane won't they, go. They Kane will, won't go. If Tottenham don't make, don't make the top four, your boys will be up in lights. That the Kane, hunting season will begin. Kane won't go. I'm I'm absolutely certain Kane won't he's go. He's saying that Madrid just go hundred million bang. He's he's worth he's probably worth twice as much as hundred. He's probably he's not worth two hundred million pounds. You clown. And they've already said he, he's worth he's worth Neymar money. Hundred percent, he's worth Neymar money right now. He's a, he's the be, he's the no, he's think... the best striker in the world right now who has any potential in moving. And you said what well, you said he's not world class. No, he's the best. Well, make striker. a decision. He's, if, he's, 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 if he's world class, I'm, I didn't say he's world class. I'm saying he's the make best. make the call. Is he world class or not? Because <laughs> Neymar would be classed as world class, and he's worth 180. So you're, if you're saying he's but worth Neymar, 200 million, he's Neymar, world class. Neymar has the idea. Hang on, let me speak. Neymar, world class or not? <laughs> Neymar has the branding behind him. You know, Neymar is a machine. Neymar's a marketing tool as well. You know, he has a what, lot more. What you Harry Kane couldn't. Uh, I don't think he's as marketable. Nah, he's no, he's, he's nowhere near as marketable as. But like, as, in terms of like strikers who could go, he's the best in the world right now. Everybody else has either got a striker or they've or they've just got one. You know, so like, you Mar- don't think the best striker in the world's world class? Or the best striker who's available? Maybe not. I don't know. Everyone's available. No, like really available. You know, they're not going to like Lewandowski. Gonna, like they're not going to go. Well, Lewandowski's not going to go anywhere. Like he, Why not? He, he just won't. He's just he he loves it over there. He absolutely he said it many times. He doesn't want to leave. There's no way, no reason for him to. It's like you know, you can say Lukaku, Aguero, Aguero's not like Aguero had his chance to leave. He's probably not going to leave anymore. And even then, I I, I probably well, he doesn't. He's not going to leave to them in the Champions League, supposedly. And well, back in the day, could be could be there a while. <laughs> but uh, could uh, be and, like in terms of age and that, like Kane's a bit Kane's a, a better buy. He's worth a lot more than Aguero. Like you know. In terms of age and everything. Okay, like that. answer me this question. Yes. By the end of the season, will Kane be world class? Uh, if he wins the Golden Boot again, yeah, I'll call him world class. Which he probably will, because he, he just bangs him in for fun when he's fit. So like, calling him call him world class now? Nah, like I need to I need to see him to back it up three years in a row. Bang. Yeah, I need him to do a hat trick. But yeah, right, yeah, he is. If he go, if he goes, he's going for Neymar money, hundred percent. He'll probably break that record because yeah. he's uh, he, like I think he. Will. I don't think he'll break that. I think he'll. I be think he'll go that. very close. I, I, he'll be the he'll be over the top. Or he'll be over the top of the second biggest transfer in the world. Yeah. Okay, I can agree with that. All right, moving on. Ali will go, but Ali will go for twenty mil because he's worth shit. Twenty because he's, he's, he's worth fuck all. He'll uh, go if he get, he'll go for hundred. If Kane's yeah. going to go for hundred eighty, he'd go for hundred. But he'll probably go for more than hundred. No one like with, the market right now. Yes. <laughs> all right, moving on. Um, we've got some. Big, big games in the Champions League. Yes, yes, yes. Um, not so much for Spurs. They're playing Dortmund. Uh, uh, this is cares? just a dead rubber. Uh, no, there isn't a dead rubber, actually. We need... Dortmund are, are out, aren't they? You're, you're safe. Yeah, but we need to try and get top spot in the Champions uh, League. We, we, need, we need a win. We, act, we need to do well, something. Well, we need a li- win to guarantee our safety in the Champions League. Sevilla away. Tough fixture. It is a tough fixture for a team that we, we sh- do struggle against. We lost the Europa League final as soon as two years ago. Ooh. Well, last year? Last year. There you go. That's uh, it last year? It's two years ago, I'm pretty sure. It must have been two years ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, was. yeah. It, it doesn't. It can't be that recent. It can't be, it can't be that fresh. No, because United moment. won it last year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we lost yeah. the year before. So yeah. that is a huge, this is a huge game 
Well, for Liverpool, we need to just guarantee this. We just need to progress. We can't go down this so year. So if you guys lose and Sparta Moscow win, which they probably will, because they're playing, they're playing the pub they're team. Playing the pub team. So that means you'll be you'll be uh, second, but you'll only be second by goal difference. So it depends how much Sparta Moscow well, win. Well, Sparta are seven, are seven goals behind. So if they can pull Liverpool, and well, Liverpool seven. won. Yeah. So I don't I don't think they'll they'll win by that much. Let's just assume they won't. Because yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a massive game. We need to put three point. We need to beat a team like Sevilla too. Well, there and that's what it makes it very interesting because the last game of the season will be against Sparta Moscow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if, if, so just say, for, for argument's sake, Sevilla win, Sparta win, that means Liverpool need a draw in the last game to go, to uh, make it through. Yep. That's a pretty, cra- that's pretty crazy considering like, I, like, I was pretty confident they were going to get through. Just like, yeah, I never was for some reason. I just, I just, We just play fucking shit sometimes. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> it's, it's a big game. It's a, it's a massive game. Even a point. Like a point means a lot. You know, like, yeah, it does. It really gives us a driving seat. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's a big one. I really... I, it doesn't really change much to a degree because not Sevilla, really. Still, it's still yeah, going to come down to the win, I guess. But. Yeah, because Sevilla will play the pub team, and we will play Spartak Moscow, and if we lose, it's kind of the same deal. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, Dortmund Spurs again, simple. Like if Spurs win, we probably we will be top because we've got a shit team in the last in the last group. Yep. Uh, what do we got? Pub. We got a pub team apparently against uh against yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, pronounce them. So uh, pub choir, you've put them as. So I like I like the uh, the name pronunciation. Uh, currently, Chelsea are second on their in their group. Atletico are only on three points as Chelsea are on seventh. Roma are currently on top on eighth, and they've got a pub, their pub team are on two points. What's their full name? Uh, FK Quarabag. Pakwa. Pakwa. <laughs> That's what you've written down. Pakwa. Pakwa. Uh, and uh, so Atletico look like they're going to go. They're not going to make it through. Yep. Simple. Uh, Chelsea win this. They'll they will uh, they'll be guaranteed through. And if uh, Atletico do anything but win, then they can't get through. Really, they can't get through either. So it's it's a. Uh, Bit of a do I die for them. Very strange that they're going to go. Bazil versus United. United will, will comfortably probably just yep. go. Well, how yeah. are they sitting on the table right now, Nick? United. They'd be comfortable, wouldn't they? They're uh, com- cruising United are on top, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're four from four. They're, they're already uh, they're through, Safe, basically. Yeah. Uh, they just need to make sure they don't get smashed in the next two games and they go through. Yep. Uh, the, their pub team uh, is Benfica, actually. They're the only team who hasn't. Their team, that, they're on zero points right now. And uh, then we've got City versus some... Fignord. Fignord. The, the Dutch team. There we go. So uh, the City, Dirk Kout special after. City are, are, are through, so that's uh, very good for them, of course. Yep. Um, yeah, they just need to take care of a victory. And where's Fignord on this one? Fignord uh, on zero points. <laughs> so if they win this they, game They've got Napoli in that group too Well Napoli are, um, aren't going to make it through Oh really? Who's second? Well actually Yeah they're probably not going to make it through So Napoli uh, Shakhtar uh, Doncic, Doska, yeah. Yeah, Doska So they're on nine points Napoli are currently on three They play each other So they, they'll have to win that And then they're going to hope That um, you know the reverse The, uh, the other way around uh, They win And uh, Napoli, Napoli win in there. The other guys lose, so yep. very tough to kind of put out. There are, you know, Monaco must win game for them. They're big. Ch- they're in real big trouble. They are like it's, it's kind of crazy. Some of these teams who are going to be out. Dortmund are guaranteed just about to be out unless tragedy yep. strikes. Um, Real Madrid, Monaco just about guaranteed yep. to be out. Napoli are just about guaranteed. Like these are teams. That you, yeah, these are decent teams. Yeah. And some as soon as like Monaco did so well last year, but I guess you know they yeah. they did they did get torn apart. Yeah, they they did, but uh, it's still it's still a bit a uh, bit scary. Uh, Mickey, yes. do we want to uh, do we want to move on to our? Let's go to my next victory in the predictions. Oh yes, are we doing predictions or yeah, we'll... the World Cup? Oh, we're gonna go, we'll go through the World Cup, Mickey. I just want to go quickly. Yeah, so give us a the recent uh, Australia obviously through. Uh, yep. We would talk about it, but it kind of happened about six days ago, so there's not really much to talk about. Yeah, we kind of missed the boat on that one, didn't we? Uh, what are your thoughts on it? I thought we, it was a sketchy win, to be honest. We, we won two penalties. 
The um, second penalty was just the worst to hackle from a defender. It I wasn't it ever... the worst football. Like, it just, it's just like it's pretty average. The, to the watch, fact man. that we had to go all the way to that and. You know, you know, people saying momentous, we know whatever it is, or monumentous, like whatever. Momentous. Yeah, momentous, okay. as I would like to it's say. It's like monumental and momentous um, put together. Our strike force is pretty bang average. I know Tim Cowell's a man at the moment kind of thing, but he'll be 38, I think, at the next World Cup. He'll be a grandpa, though. He will be a grandpa. I don't think he's got anything left. He's given everything he has to his country. I'll give him that. Yeah. But uh, look I don't want to be embarrassed in a World Cup. And this is a weak World Cup, I'd say, like, Teams-wise, it is is up for grabs. I think for an outsider to win this one. Sorry, Mickey, I'll I'll run through the pots for you really quickly. The pots yep. have uh, come out. So uh, for those who don't know, there are four pots. We are in pot four. Basically, we're in the weakest pot. The way it works is that eight, one uh, one team from each pot go into a group. There's eight eight teams per pot, of course. So that will make one one from each group, which will make eight groups. Yep. Easy done. Give me worst worst case scenario. Uh, worst case scenario for Australia, our group would be. Probably Germany, Spain, Denmark, Australia. Yep. And we'd probably we'd probably get one draw against Denmark. Maybe. That's just a guess. Yeah, okay. So best, best case scenario. Wait, give us a look at the, the pots for a second. So Oh, that'd have to go world ranking, surely. Yeah, it's a combination we'd, of world ranking. Russia would go number one automatic for hosting. Yeah. So yeah, that because look, it's I didn't think Japan would be that low. Because, like, if you look at it, right, it's uh, Russia, Germany, Brazil, Portugal, Argentina. Because Portugal would have rocketed it up due to Euros. Poland, probably a good chance too. With France. Um, and then Spain, Peru. And it really just kind of drops off, doesn't it? Peru being where they are is a bit crazy. If that yeah, was it, that's a, it's Spain. Anyway. Best, I don't know. Best don't know case scenario uh, would be something like Poland, Peru, and Iran would be our thing. But just quickly going through the ones. Pot one has Russia, Germany, Brazil, Portugal, Ar- Argentina, Belgium, Poland, and France. Russia, obviously, being in pot one is very beneficial to them. That means they don't get one of the absolute powerhouses, although yep. they can get Spain. Uh, pot two is Spain, Peru, Switzerland, England, Colombia, Mexico, Uruguay. Croatia. Definitely, it's still a decent pot. Yeah, very, the only average team there I think is Peru. Probably the only team I would I would want if, out of that group. Yeah. Uh, pot three: Denmark, Iceland, Costa Rica, Sweden, Tunisia, Egypt, Senegal, and Iran. So there's some there's some beatable teams Sen- there. Senegal's not too bad. So I like seeing Senegal in. Uh, Denmark probably the strongest. Is it, yeah, he's from Senegal, isn't he? Uh, Denmark's probably the strongest. Oh, Ericsson FC. Um, you know Ericsson's the uh, the best Danish player in the world. Mickey, did you know? Yeah, you told me about this. And pot four is Serbia, Nigeria, Australia, Japan, Morocco, Panama, Korea, Republic. And Saudi Arabia, so there are very beatable teams. Croatia, in there. Is Croatia in that? Croatia are in pots two, so they're in, yeah. They're okay, in Serbia is a bit of a dark horse in that pot. Last pot, yeah. Well, definitely, yeah. I, I think they're, they're probably the strongest of uh, them. Strongest Japan, of the weakest. Then yeah. a Japan, probably the two stronger teams yeah, out of that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, like there's there's real potential there. Like Australia, knowing us, we're gonna get absolutely destroyed, and, and what what group we get, and then we're gonna get beaten pretty convincingly. Yeah. Uh, there's not many teams that I want in the, in, in both. No, nah, yeah, groups. that's the worst thing, isn't it? Like our pot really doesn't give us much options. The only like we, the only thing like if you're an Australian fan, the only thing you can hope for is that we get two teams like pot two and three are easier teams because any yeah. the, even the easiest team in pot one like you know we don't want to go up against Russia we won't be able to beat them at home like they're, they're nah. supporting that we just and they get killed and pot yeah, exactly exactly and Poland as well I don't they're probably have a weakest team and we don't want to get them because we'll probably get beaten by them yep. so we're gonna hope that we get a really easy team in pot two which is probably Peru Switzerland. Croatia, maybe those are the three. Mexico, like I don't know, and Uruguay, maybe like you know, Uruguay has some pretty yeah. star of team as well, and they're pot three as well. So like that's what we're gonna hope for. Um, what we're gonna get is Germany, <laughs> is Germany, Probably, Spain, yeah. and, Switzerland, and um, 
Denmark. But, you know, that's okay, Mickey. Uh, if, if Right now, I think I might have asked you this last week, but I want to ask you again. Uh, Favourite to win the World Cup, just in one word? France. I will go Germany. Um, Dark Horse. Like dark, like I, I'm not saying I'm not saying one of the best teams, just kind of in and around it. Um, I'm just trying to think. England. I'll go. Well, is Portugal a dark horse because they won the Euros? Or yeah, they'd probably be a dark horse. Um, shock exit. Um, oh fuck it, why not Germany? Germany. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with. They're now they're an aging team. They are an aging team, but I feel like they've got one more left in them. I'm going to go with... I'm not going to go with England. I'm going to go with Argentina. Um, that'd, yep, be, that'd be a real fucking shot. Yeah. And uh, we'll get into our predictions. Possibly the greatest ever strike force, Aguero and Messi. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> yep. Yep, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, okay, so we'll go into week 13 yep, in the Premier League fixture. Mickey Kennedy, West Ham going up against Leicester. West Ham 1-0. Leicester 1-1. Palace versus Stoke. Um, Palace 1-0. Stoke 1-0. Manchester United versus Brighton at Old Trafford. United 3-1. United 7-2. Newcastle United versus Watford. Newcastle 1-0. 1-0. Swansea Bournemouth. Bournemouth 3-0. Swansea 2-1. Spurs West Brom. Spurs 3-0. Spurs 1-0. Uh, Liverpool-Chelsea. Liverpool 2-1. Chelsea 2-1. Southampton-Everton. 1-0. Nil all. <laughs> Burnley-Arsenal. Arsenal 2-0. Burnley 2-0. Uh, Burnley 2-1. Uh, Huddlesfield-Manchester City. City 90-0. <laughs> nah, um, 5-0 City. I'm going to go... Isn't that sad? That's a realistic Christ, score. Yeah, you? I know. It's, it's pretty scary, isn't it? Uh, I'm going to go City 4-2. I'm gonna, yeah, maybe they'll get through a couple of times. Aaron Moy with the double. Uh, think, any takeaways, Mickey, before we get out of here? Um, that I, I took the back to play Arsenal season's not as dim as what we all thought, I think. You know, I, it kind of t- shows me that the top six are a lot closer than what we think. Because like we all, it's great that every week that we think we have it figured out, and then something I mean, yeah, we something, never do. Yeah, you know, like we're both gone for different ones in um Liverpool, Chelsea, like something like that, and like you know we might come in next week and go, holy hell, um, what happened? Like, yeah. like Huddlesfield drew with Man City or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, you know, they, yeah. They they held them to a nil all draw. Like yeah, we know. get that surprise, don't we? That every surprise week. result every, every week, so and it's it, good. it's really good to see. And you know, that's, very hard to bet on. It's, yeah, I know it's very hard. I didn't chuck. I didn't chuck my fifty dollars on the uh, on Spurs on the weekend. Lucky you didn't. Luckily, yeah. I was too busy spending it on cigars at, on, at Crown, so it was good fun. Cool stuff, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Total Ninety Premier League podcast. If you like what you hear, subscribe. Mickey Kennedy, take us out. Uh yeah, you know, great weekend of football, and uh, can't wait to see the next one. And can't wait to do another episode with you, Brownie. It's gonna be the best season of the Premier League because we are. You and me, Mickey. We're going to take you all (laughs) the way through it.